the Bible Study Podcast, episode 744. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the theology of COVID with part two. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Last week, we started this shorter study on the theology of COVID, and I got into more details last week in terms of why I wanted to do this study. So if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to that one first. I also talked a fair amount about the science and science versus religion or science versus theology or faith and why we sometimes pit those things one against the other when they should not necessarily be pitted one against the other. Because all of the things that underlie science, all the truth that science can find, was created by God. And so sometimes when we're arguing against science, we're arguing against the truth that God created and therefore actually arguing against God. So something we need to be careful about. Today I want to look into some of the decisions that this particular pandemic has put on people in terms of how they respond to it and what some theological responses I've seen have been and what some of the flaws in that theology may be. So let's talk about that. So the kind of things that we individually have had to decide have been fairly simple. Do I wear a mask? Do I not wear a mask? Do I get vaccinated? Do I not get vaccinated? They seem to be fairly routine things and certainly five, 10 years ago, I think they would have been treated fairly routinely. There are political things that influence that. And again, I'm not going to get into the politics in this particular podcast. I'll leave that for other places. But let's talk about the theology here. Before we jump into any specific theology, because remember, we're not going to find any specific verses in the Bible that are going to say, should I get vaccinated for COVID-19? It's just not going to be there. That was written 2,000 years too soon to have that come up as a specific place. But we can get some guidelines. And Whenever we're facing a decision, one of the guidelines that we have to start with is we have to put first things first. Now, when I say first things first, you may remember when Jesus is talking with some of the Pharisees, they're talking about which are the greatest commandments. And they agree that the greatest commandment is love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. And so before we look at any specific sort of test verses and things like that, That's the first thing we should apply to any sort of problem like this. Is what I'm doing loving my neighbor? And that is not a question that is irrelevant in a pandemic because all of our actions affect those around us. And so we may or may not think that there is validity in the vaccine. We may or may not think there's validity in wearing masks. But for me, the first principles would be that whatever is going to be in the best interest of those around me is the first thing I need to think about. And before I think about myself and what I want. And so I find masks inconvenient to wear, as we all do, is not a good excuse for not wearing them. I'm not sure if the vaccine has validation, I think is a little questionable in terms of that call to love our neighbors, because whether or not I get sick and whatever will happen to me is not what I should be focused on. What I should be focusing on is what is happening to other people. But I think there was a couple things specifically with Christians that came up that were other issues that I think we ought to address. And one of them was, and I understand where this comes from, is God will keep me safe from this pandemic. And certainly God can keep you safe from this pandemic. We all, I hope, agree on that as Christians, that God is capable of doing that. But I want to look at a couple verses in the Bible and see if they shed some light on that behavior. 
First one I want to look at is three men of faith who we use as an example of faith, and that is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And I'm jumping back to the book of Daniel, which we studied some time ago, into chapter 3. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego have disobeyed the king. They've been disobedient to the government, somewhat relevant in this context. And they were disobedient because the government was doing something that they felt was in opposition to their faith. Okay, government said, King Nebuchadnezzar said, you have to fall down and worship this statue of me when you hear this music. And so they're going to be thrown into the fiery furnace. And they believe that God can save them. And they and the conversation with King Nebuchadnezzar goes like this. King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. And so they say two very distinct things. One is we know that God can deliver us. God is capable of doing this. But also that even if he does not, they're not saying that God may not deliver us because he can't. They're saying God may not deliver us because he chooses not to. God can save us and God will save us are not the same thing. And these three men of great faith are understanding that there's a difference between the two. And we have to understand there's a difference between those because otherwise all of the other martyrs who died in the lions with the Romans and all of those sorts of things that happened, we would, we would have to think that those people had less faith than these three. And I do not believe that is the case. God could have saved them, but chose not to. That can and will are different. So that's one thing we need to look at. And there's another set of verses that I think are specifically applicable in this case. And that comes from Matthew verses uh, chapter 4, verses 5 through 7. And this is part of Jesus' temptation in the wilderness. You may remember that Jesus, after his baptism, goes into the wilderness and he's tempted by the devil. And the devil uses scripture to try and tempt Jesus. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point in the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him and said, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. And so Jesus is not saying in this case that I'm not going to jump because I think that God can't save me. He's saying it is inappropriate for me to put myself in a situation where God has to save me intentionally. And that, I think, is relevant to this. Think of this this way. If you felt like eating only fatty food and sitting in your recliner and not getting any exercise, you may have a heart attack. It's not because God can't prevent you from having a heart attack. It's not that God doesn't have the power to do that. But if you want to have the discussion with him that it's his fault that you had a heart attack because God could save you, you're probably going to have that conversation in person and soon. Because probably God will not choose to save you from your own 
behavior. And that's something that we all know, I think. I don't know of any Christians who are recommending for for your health that you should do whatever you like because God can save you, except in this one instance. And it seems odd to me. It's as if this one instance is different from all of the other times where God gives us free will and gives us some authority and gives us some control over our future by the decisions that we make. And I don't think that these are any different. And we can see that in 2021, I'm concerned that the people who decided that God would save them, the people who decided that they didn't need to wear a mask and that they didn't need to take a vaccine, when we when we graph how they did this year in terms of number of hospitalizations and death, they fared a lot worse. And my concern is that a lot of those were Christians and they were doing it for what they felt were religious reasons. They felt that it was improper for them to take a vaccine as if it meant they weren't trusting God. In the same way, would it be improper for you to get out of the recliner, not eat fried food, and get some exercise? Well, no, that would be good stewardship of your health. So why is this one any different? I'm not sure. That doesn't follow for me. There's a few other things that I want to get into, but I'm debating with myself how long I want these episodes to be, and I kind of want to stretch this out a little longer so that you can have some time to think about this and see if this makes any sense to you rather than throw more ideas at you. So we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast here. So we're going to stop this episode here and then pick up again next week and look at some other Bible verses that, again, may relate to these decisions we have to make. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. I'm Billy Yancey, entrepreneur, fitness cowboy, father, retired Navy cornerback, and now podcast host. Listen to my new show, Billy and the Goat, on Life Audio. Happy listening.